Hello. How's it going, everybody? My name is Lily. <laughs> and I'm Carsalis. And together we are Rotten Peaches. Oh, ooh. We could have harmonized. I know. Should we run it back? Yeah. Run it back, DJ in the booth. <laughs> Speaking of DJs in booth, oh. guys, let's take a moment. Oh, don't do this. Miss Carsalid. Miss Carsalid. Uh huh. Did an amazing DJ set. For, for anybody who doesn't know, because we don't really talk about it on the mm-hmm. pod, um, DJ Carsalad is an actual DJ. Real DJ Carsalad hours. My yeah. dreams are coming true, you guys. Yes, um, she DJed, um, I guess, last week because it's coming out. On when, when is this coming out? This is coming out November 23rd. So mm-hmm. that's next week. Yeah. Monday. Definitely. Monday. It was Monday. Last Monday. Not Not yesterday. Follow it before that. Anyway, I'm trying to figure out my days. But anyway, she did a set at this dope ass American American. Actually, well, some of our fucking some of our listeners aren't from America, actually. So this cool Dallas club, well, Fort Worth club called Curfew Bar in a party called Meet Me Underground. And she fucking killed it, dude. Like she transported me out of my body. I am still on like cloud 11. Um, just cause I like have been wanting to DJ for so long and it's, uh, I got an opportunity and I'm so thankful. Dude. It was cool. I hope it happens again. I don't know. It fucking will. I told her, dude, I was under, um, influences when I told her this, but I still stand by it. Ghostly influences. She was haunted by a demon. (laughs) I was under influences when I told her this, but I still stand by it. This, this car salad is going to be famous. Miss car salad will be famous. And then Uh. one day, one day she's going to be like, LOL. I remember when I had a podcast with some random girl. I don't really talk to her anymore. What if our podcast blows up and we're famous and this one over here forgets me, huh? But we're the co-host. I can't forget you. That's true. I'm not going to lie, guys. If I ever become famous, I'm going to act so brand new. Like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but I will remind you every time. I'll be like, uh-uh. I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, who are you? Hi, remember when you only ate ramen noodles? <laughs> I still only eat ramen noodles. That has nothing to do with my... <laughs> the level of success. That has nothing to do with the amount of money in my bank account and everything oh to God. do with my hyperfixation. I will. I appreciate the love. Thank you. I'm still like, you can't hear it. Can you hear it in the mic, y'all? I'm She's smiling. She's smiling. She did so good, guys. Thank so you, um, you. if you want to hear or keep up to date with her, you should follow her on Instagram. Car Salad. Uh, yeah. At Car Salad. At Car Salad. To go um, see her when she posts her <laughs> tunes. too much attention every once my in a Virgo while. soul. But you deserve it. You worked so hard for it. I wanted you to have the the kudos that you deserve and i want our people our peaches to know that peaches come dance there's layers to car salad because you do not open up on the pod so i have to force you true this is me like with uh i didn't want to say my instagram (laughs) i know i know i'm sorry i'm sorry but this is me with the what is it the the wrench just like sticking it in you and like opening you up and being like get out Mm -hmm. open up what walls to the world i'm i'm climbing over them I'm getting you're to the other there. side. You're on the other side, I would say. You've made it past. Anywho. Okay. Can I sing what's, what uh, movie we're doing this this week? Hold on. Real quick before that. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, gobble, gobble. Um, Are you thankful? Actually, you know, okay. Stay in here. We, as the Peaches Pod, want to acknowledge, right, Thanksgiving oh, yeah. and the da 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 We know. We, we, we don't like it. We're here for our... Uh, indigenous communities Mm -hmm. yes we um, are far and wide yes we are and i would like to say switch it on them take a moment to actually assess the things in your life to be thankful Mm -hmm. um vocalize them commit to um 
being part of other communities outside of your own and finding ways that you can help and uh just expand on your little your little body because uh we're only here for like 30 seconds you guys yeah like get on it be be take a moment to be gracious yes yes it is that's a great way to put it eat good food i don't honestly never here for turkey (laughs) okay that is because okay i will say this every time okay i need to tell y'all now i am a menace in thanksgiving season only because my mother makes the best turkey everybody everybody who's ever said i hate turkey you haven't had my mother's i'm down to try it because my mom doesn't season her her turkey with dry seasoning she makes this amazing it's 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 a season it's a sauce oh and the turkey bathes in the sauce dang okay all night try all night and then all day while it's cooking was it you who told me that's like the reason why like you know that turkey's trash is because we only really eat it once a year like no one's ever making turkeys like all the time i did not say that because my mom's recipe is so good if she made it if she made it all year i would eat it all the time i would would eat your mom's turkey i need i know and i'm learning how to make it so because i'm like I'm getting older. My Friendsgivings can't just be me like pulling up with chips. Like I gotta, Brilliant. I gotta, I gotta pull up with. You're the chip gal. No. Are you the napkin gal? <laughs> no, I did something. I, what would I do? Actually, I'm always the host, so I'm never really bringing ah, anything. Okay. And if I do it, it's like tamales. Hey. Like that's, that's why I'm. My family does like ham, turkey, chicken. There's been fajitas up in that joint. Oh the, yeah, no. Tablitas, all we, of it. We, my mom is very against tamales at thanksgiving oh because it's kind of christmas yeah exactly she's like that's the christmas food we're eating turkey and if you want to spice it up we'll eat ham but we, we're eating the turks mm. i'm usually the one of because i'm so picky about mac and cheese mm. i'm usually the provider of the mac and cheese i, I i'm shit at mac and cheese but if I it's love not it. in the oven i, I still have it. the hot cheeto mac and cheese <laughs> not at thanksgiving I'm give gonna, everyone I'm diarrhea <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do this weekend uh sound guy and car salad are leaving me alone this weekend so a moment for you to reflect on what you're thankful for lily i'm gonna get you a journal hot cheeto mac and cheese okay take a picture of your poop and send it to three of your closest friends that's you um oh. <laughs> um i am here for thanksgiving sides mm-hmm. i love uh like making a little thanksgiving sandwich out of like mm-hmm. the hawaiian bread rolls I'm not a bread person, and I love the Hawaiian bread rolls. You get whatever meat choice. Listen, listen up. Get a pen and paper, everyone. Well, I'm pretty sure everyone does this, though. You Pull a, over if you're driving. You get a Hawaiian roll, uh-huh. and if there's not one, you bring it. Uh-huh. You bottom layer um, mashed potato stuffing, mac and cheese, whatever you want. Oh, you make it a Dealer's sandwich. choice. Uh-huh. I prefer, like, a ham or a rotisserie chicken in uh-huh. that, and then, like, stuffing, cranberry sauce, Oh, and the jalapenos delicious oh my god you goodness. got spicy sweet okay. salty see mine is i grab it and i don't use forks i use that as my fork i'm very mexican so i you grab the bread yeah i i grab the bread i pinch my turkey mm-hmm. so the turkey and the bread dip it in the sauce mm-hmm. dip it in the mashed potatoes I love and then we eat it yeah. that's that's mine can you hear that yeah our third <laughs> guest tonight is lily's growling stomach as we're talking about a meal <laughs> okay let's get started so we can <laughs> anyway okay well i hope you enjoy your families and if you don't i hope you have a great excuse to get out of hanging out with your oh family. fuck yeah dude go Honestly, watch a movie go have a day off two days off Today's unless off. you're retail workers thank you so much for your service we, we, the black fridays we i am aware that you have to go in thir- turkey day night gross yeah to go stock yeah, because of capitalism when i worked at a movie theater we are open 365 and oh i worked thanksgiving God. and christmas 
I, I have yet to do that and I think I would really cry if I did so thank you to everybody who has to do it and if you're yeah. listening to us while you're working that day hi we're hi. here we're, I, we hope we're here to make your day tell your less boss shitty. that you have diarrhea and just like be on your phone for 45 minutes in the bathroom yeah all right <laughs> let's get started um turkey day turkey week what are we listening to what did we watch da-na-na-na 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 guys we did the only thanksgiving movie besides one other that we're gonna acknowledge on them i don't know if there's a lot of thanksgiving movies but this is the best one this is the best one adam's family values not one not two adam's family values yes the values one is the second one in the original franchise yes it's so freaking good i love it i think it's so good okay i wanted to ask you when was Do you have a memory of the first time you watched this movie? I didn't watch Adam's Family until I was in college. Okay, cool. So I'm very new to the Adam's Family. And I will say, I enjoyed it. You guys on this pod know more than anybody. I watched a lot of these movies as when I got older and I didn't really like them. And Mm -hmm. I know a lot of like the love for these movies are based on nostalgia. But with this one in particular, I loved it. And then I enjoyed it so much more this time around that I saw it too. Mm. I just, I loved it. I Okay, so the first time I watched it, I don't know if this is a Texas franchise, but there's a place called Mr. Gaddy's Pizza that used to exist in the 90s, and they would screen, like, Little Rascal movies, and I have a memory of watching, I think, this movie there at, like, four or five years old. Nice. Because this movie came out in 93, so sorry, 90s kids only, Lily. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything because I didn't watch it until I was older, but yeah. Um, But I remember watching this as a child and being like, what the heck? And then I didn't watch it until, I think I watched it like last year for a random reason. And I just was re-reminded how much I love this movie. It's so good. It's so good. And it's quick too. Like she, the first, love it. But like even in the first 10 minutes of you kind of like catching up between what happens, like you find out about like, you know, Morticia's pregnant and everything. And also... Can I just say I'm obsessed with the lighting on Morticia? Oh my god, yes! Sound guy, one so, of my favorite things about the movie. Sound guy was like, "Is there is there something on her eye? Like, are they putting light on her?" And I'm like, "Always, yes, that's There's like part of just it." A beam of light over her eyes, and she's always just like smoldering, and her and Gomez just like are in love, so in love. They're like trying not to make out while she's like giving birth, and she's just like. Mm. I like, know. Everything is just like, I'm just like I love you. Caramia. Monster. Yeah, I was just like, that's my favorite thing going back in the movie and always remembering uh, Angelica's eyes. Oh my god. Okay, let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. Um, sell it to me, my friend. Oh wait, am I selling it? Sell it to me, my friend. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I'm really on the spot here. Okay. Um, Adam's family value. What's the number one value? <laughs> What's the number one value? Okay, so let's see. We got someone being pregnant and having a baby, and then the children. <laughs> Morticia's yeah. pregnant. She has a baby. The kids don't really fuck with the baby, mm-hmm. trying to kill it. And then Morticia's like, you know what? I want more out of life. I want to have my family and my husband, but I want to go explore the the art, the dark arts, and go do my witch shit. Mm-hmm. So they hire a nanny, and it is sexy. What the fuck is this girl woman's Joan name? Joan Cusack. John Cusack. Debbie. Debbie. It's sexy Debbie. Bester, uh, Gomez's brother, falls in love with her, and turns out, boom, serial killer. Mm-hmm. loves love her love her she mm-hmm. 
marries rich men and then kills them after she gets the money. Long term, I don't see how that could work. I think that's dumb. You're not in your bag mentality by doing that, my friend. Well, she gets her gets her endings, you know. I know, but then she runs out of money quickly, so she has to go marry someone else. How much money are you spending? Lifetimes worth of money for like. I don't understand budget. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's like she's she's not in her bag. (laughs) <laughs> she's not she's not girl bossing properly. I don't respect it. Um, I will say though, I uh felt seen as a nanny. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you for my representation. So she she her she's just like the kids know too much. We don't need to fuck with them. So mm-hmm. she sends them off to summer camp. Wait, really quick, did you notice that when they were interviewing the nannies before John Cusack Debbie got hired, that a young Cynthia Nixon who plays Miranda? Yes, I saw that. She's one of them. And I was just like, dang, I forgot she was. In she's this. in like weird shit throughout. I've seen her in mm-hmm. a bunch of like random shit throughout the years, and I'm just like, oh, I forgot you had like a career before. <laughs> um, uh, but I will say, this is the hottest Joan Cusack has ever looked in oh her entire God. life. Oh my God, I I felt. Have you seen that TikTok where it's like, I'm so sorry, I'm only staring at your titties right now. That <laughs> no, was me not. the whole time. I was just like, she has eyes. I need to be respectful. I'm sorry. I'm respectfully I'm sorry. looking. I'm respectfully looking. I promise. I will say, I I kind of is this movie technically geared towards children because it's like pretty sexual. No, it's a family comedy. Okay, so it's very different mm-hmm. in the sense that it's like the the jokes that they make and like like when when um when stays in the in the waiting room at the labor and delivery and there's like a little girl in there being like my mommy got me from a stork and da 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 and she's like my parents had sex like mm-hmm. like all most of the joke and punchlines are pretty like not yeah centered towards children i think that's why it's like a family comedy and not so much like a children's comedy so mm-hmm. it's kind of like i think it's rated pg-13 mm-hmm. no but on the description it said like macabre humor like dark humor yeah and i think think about it though it's like the way they talk i do imagine myself like well, you saw, I guess, as a kid, like, those jokes probably went over your head. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, they're written in a way that it kind of goes over your head. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens? Yeah, they go to the, they go to camp, and then Fester gets, like, pussy whipped and just, like, <laughs> is in love with homegirl. And um, he's um, blind. He's blinded by love. I, I want that. <laughs> to, to be on what end of that? <laughs> on her end of it. I just okay. want to know it just for once. I know I'm going to hate it, but I just want to do it one time for the one time. One time for the one time. That's a dangerous game, man. I know. All the power's in your hands. I already have people stalking me. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't want it. No. No. I I, I demanifest that. How do, you, <laughs> how do you get rid of it? It's not a good ending. You're right. You just <sighs> have to, like, move away. You literally have to become a new person. Uh, you're right. Okay, never mind. I take it back. Anyway, uh, pussy whipped, and then he's, like, he, she keeps trying to kill him. And then he's like, what? You don't love me? And then she's like, no, bitch. So he has to go back to his family. And then they all get... You're breezing through. I was going to say, like... Well, I'm selling it. Oh, oh, you're still selling it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I was like, okay. I'm selling it. So it's like, yeah. And then all the family gets together. And then she does a PowerPoint presentation, which I just loved. Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, John Huzak does, like, a PowerPoint presentation of, like, why she is the way that she is. And then, um, yeah, the baby saves the day. Which the baby is played by a little girl. Really? Yeah, her character. I love the little mustache they give it. Pubert. Pubert. And then at the end, Fester finds love with the woman that looks exactly like him. But what was her name? Dementia? Dementia. <laughs> Baldy. Baldy love. I love that. And then that's it. Adam's mm-hmm. Family Values. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. Bum. I was sold. Thank you. Also, the song at the end of the movie, the credits. I didn't. I didn't. Um, it was hilarious. It, I think it was like a... 
I don't know. Go back and listen. It's like okay. very Space Jam nineties. Ooh, rap. I'm ex- okay. I need to go back and listen to it. Okay, um, so let's get the ball rolling. Roll um, it out to me. Love the movie. Love the ladies in this. Can't go without saying though. We can't talk about the Adams family without talking about the fact that it's um satirical inversion of what an American family is like. Yeah, I think is- it, it came out at the perfect time in the nineties where there's so much like. I'm especially thinking about the camping scene mm-hmm. where both Wednesday and her brother, who I always forget his name. Pugsley? Pugsley. Uh, they go to a summer camp. And I'm thinking about the time that like Parent Trap and those movies came out where it's just so like, ha 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 everyone's like great and everyone's blonde and everyone's rich. And, yeah. And, you know, like it just such it's so aware of the other movies that are out at the time mm-hmm. that they like make little jokes and comments about those things well i was talking a lot more about the original adam oh, Family, like gotcha. the original creation of adam Family when it came out the creator um made it as sat- satirical inversion of what a, a traditional american family looks like right. so that's why they're like it's like anti-brady bunch exactly but not really because it's like the brady bunch the parents still very much loved each other so it's like that's that was that's like the whole thing about it right it's mm-hmm. like Gomez is in love with his wife and he doesn't and have he doesn't have an ounce of toxic masculinity in him mm-hmm. right and it, so it's like because of that he's a very present father he's devoted he's a devoted husband so it's like by saying that it's satirical inversion of an American family he's like kind of being like yo like regular dads just like aren't really there um emotionally and like just or just like figures in people's lives but they don't like play a role but i also think that they're very aware of like the world that's going on around it mm-hmm. like their their social commentary on how things are prettied up mm-hmm. into what it's supposed to be as a family and like this kind of takes shots at it because they don't have to be good people because they're evil technically right mm-hmm. and so they get to like take stabs at like the the white american dream a lot that i that i appreciate that i think right. is funny well, yeah, no, I was just saying, like, in the, like, the author, the uh, the creator, I mean, sorry, not mm-hmm. author, created it think, being, like, he is the opposite of what, well, all of them, right? All of mm-hmm. them are just opposite of what traditional American families look like. Mm-hmm. Look like I'm having a stroke, but yes. Because <laughs> this one hasn't eaten. I have. Um, I just, oh, no, I didn't, because Jolene made me drop it on the floor. Your so, cat. My cat. It's um, gone to cat jail. I will say, though, so the core of why we picked this movie, aside from, like, the Adams Family franchise, is do you want to jump into, like, our one particular scene? Yes, let's do it because it's Thanksgiving. What makes it a Thanksgiving not? film? So the kids are at camp, and it's just, like, hilarious because every single... Um, camper? Yeah, camper is literally, like, blonde, like an Aryan child. Like, Dude. blonde, blue-eyed, and they're, like, obviously from wealthy families, and the way that they talk about each other, I'm like, LOL. Mm-hmm. um and uh it, it's just like there's such the antithesis of like this 90s upper class uh fantasy i yeah. guess and so i love all of the little jokes that they make about like like even the camp counselors talk about like this is what being privileged is all about and, yes and, and um, the funny thing to me though is that they're outsiders literally just because of the way they look and act because they're rich yeah, they're also wealthy. The Adams family. They couldn't afford to go there if they weren't. Exactly. They're so fucking rich. And they mentioned that, like, kids that aren't excelling, like, um, 
artistically, creatively, or like in some way mm-hmm. aren't allowed into the camp. So that means that they went through an interview process. Right. And were like allowed in. Yeah, because Wednesday is like super intelligent. And, yeah. Um, so they, the camp counselors who are just like riding on the dreams of these children. Who are the camp counselors? The camp counselors are, I forgot the actor's name, but he plays the uncle of Jonah and Veep. And if you've seen Veep, you know what I'm talking about. Then you're a great person. Where he's just like a monster and he's a terrible person. And then the other camp counselor lady is, she plays the mayor's wife and um, she's in a Whoville in The Grinch. Yes. if you, kn- I'm trying to figure out their names right now. It's uh, Christine Baranski. She was also in freaking Mamma Mia. Oh. And I believe the camp counselor, Gary, is played by Peter McNichol. Mac- 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 That's a I love you and Jewish last names. So Give it to me again. I We talked about this. I can't read. McNichol. McNichol. Oh, McNichol. Mac? There's an M-A-C. <laughs> McNichol, okay. I don't know. But I will say, though, that little Jewish boy that Wednesday falls in love with. <gasps> Do you know where he's from? I was like right up little car salad alley. David Krumholtz. David Krumholtz, no? He's from the Santa franchise. He's the main elf that helps Santa. Santa, the Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. Yeah. Whoa. You know okay. the the main elf yeah. with the curly hair. That's him. <gasps> wow. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Dang. I was like, I know I've seen his face before, and I just like he looks like a, a the son of the guy in um, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. What's that actor? I haven't name? seen that. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so kids only. What we were saying. So they're at this camp, and oh, yeah. the camp decides to put on a play. A Thanksgiving-themed play. In the middle of the fucking summer. Hilarious. And, um... <laughs> sorry, it's just hilarious to me. Um, and it's, like, the most stereotypical portrayal. It was like, so gross. They've, they've literally deemed any non-blonde, blue-eyed, skinny, white child as one of the Native Americans or indigenous people. Yeah. Like, any kid that's in, like, a wheelchair who's black or brown or just, like... There's a kid in a neck brace. A neck brace. There's, like, a little chunky girl. I'm just, like, come on now. You guys are just the others. No, and did you catch when they referred to them as the dark meat and the white meat? I wrote that in my notes. I was like, all right, the the, half the the camp's going to be white meat and the other's going to be dark meat. And they, like, call them savages on stage. Yes. It's just, like, it's very, like, <laughs> it's, it's it's not good. Yeah, and, I mean, it's the what we've all come to learn about. The pilgrimage is, the pilgrims were just, like, oh, we want to have a nice dinner and we're going to share this. When in reality, that wasn't true. Right. They didn't even know how to bathe themselves. They were all just dying of diseases. <laughs> anyway. Colonization really did fuck us all. Anyway. Um, but, like, so Wednesday... Wednesday is just like she's Pocahontas, by the way. She's playing Pocahontas <laughs> because she has because she's a brunette. Is literally the only brunette. So they make her play Pocahontas, and like halfway through the play, she just like decides to go off script and starts basically being like, "My people live in reservations now, like in trailers." Oh, yeah, she, she was and, just like, giving like what the reality is for. She changes the script on the guys and in front of the whole crowd. And she just like gives a reality of what like many indigenous people experience. And it was just like, yes. Yeah. Like, especially for 93. I was, I'm just like, 
of course this reality has existed and this information has existed but i've just like in a movie and such a beloved franchise i was like it's great yeah. and then they proceed to like burn down the pilgrim's hut yeah they pretend to like string up the pilgrim girl and like they were gonna like scalp her <laughs> like it like just toes the line honestly and, and like especially done by children is so funny to me and then um, they grab the two camp counselors and cook them did you see that where they yeah, have them over the fire over spit no and then oh at the did you see in the background too it was her and her love interest uh-huh. the guy from what's his name who was it the the little boy from I, I got it i got it his name was joel in the movie but it's david joel. david so he had a i don't know if you caught this he had a deck of cards that were like famous murders like like yes and that's how they figured out that Fester's okay. wife is a murderer. But one of them was Amy Fisher, who is a real life, mm-hmm. like, serial killer of, I think they call her, like, the something Lolita of, like, she was, like, 17 years old and, like, killed the wife of a man who she was, like, in love with. And, like, she's, like, a real life, like, famous. But they, like, paused a picture on her face. And I was like, hmm, wonder why they did that. And then I looked up Amy Fisher and she's, like, a real life serial killer. Oh, my God. And I think she's, like, a porn star actress now. Oh, my um, Wow. What a life. What a life. What a rodeo. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. She's she was... a, her porn. Okay. Amy Elizabeth Fisher is an American woman who became known in the media as the Long Island Lolita in 1992. Wow. Only a year before the movie. That sounds like. When I'm... at the age of 17, she shot and severely wounded Mary Jo Budafuco. 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 The wife of her illicit lover, Joey Budafuco. Nice. So, like, well, they, they had these little. <laughs> R.I.P. I'm really into um... murders. But they, like, drop all these little, like... Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) They drop all of these, like, little hidden cultural gems of, like, the the sound of music is playing. Like, all these beloved things that they're just trying so hard to be the antithesis of all these good things. And it's hilarious. I think it's... I love it. No, me too. I am... I'm here for it. I will say there was a scene... Um, so back to outside of the camp Mm -hmm. when Fester and Debbie Joan Cusack's character they go on their honeymoon Uh that scene of him of her trying to electrify him i love how they shot that like where it's like with um she throws the radio in the bathtub and that like each light bulb pops Mm -hmm. and like the the light strobes i just really like the effect that they did there i don't know go back and watch it i was just like this is cool oh yeah (laughs) caught my brain's attention i love the i love her trying to kill him Uh and she's just like would you die for me and she like it's very joker of her honestly i actually i don't know i've never seen joker it's from the suicide squad which makes me really ashamed to say that i've watched that now not the suicide squad it's from suicide squad is there a difference yes a big difference there's a the and just a regular so suicide squad came out a couple years ago and that was when harley quinn was introduced and what's the fuck is his name jared leto was yeah. the, the joker and it was awful it had like misogyny all over it it was really gross and then uh, but what happened was that the director had a certain cut like the director's cut looks very different but the the, the company came in and was like this isn't what we want we got cut it up do it differently so they took out a lot of shit and it turned into shit so then later like it but it flopped terribly so mm. i think it was last year they came back with the suicide actually no it was this year the suicide came back with harley quinn still in it and then a couple of one other character that i'm blanking their name on came back and they just did it completely different and it was so good it's mm. it's one of my favorite movies at this point it's a comfort movie for me and it has that really cute shark guy shark king yeah I don't know. yeah shark king 
Who's the Shrek King? Wait, what's his name? It's a weird, like, aquatic name that I can't say. But he's like an actual shark that with he's he his head and his whole body is shark like. Oh, I, I said short king. Oh no no no! Sorry, I said <laughs> wait. He was shark. a shark. Yes, dude. Uh, that's funny. We should do it. Lily pick. No, no. To me, it's your pick. The next movie is the Lily pick. You can pick whatever you want. I mean, you heard that. it here first. No, you can pick it. That's okay. your Lily pick. Okay. I honor the Lily pick. No, no, no. I, I, I'm going to say my Lily pick. Lily pick at the end. Anyway, but yeah, um, I don't know why I started. Ta- why did I start Egypt. talking about that? I have no idea. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why did I start talking about that? I don't know. Y'all know. <laughs> Y'all backtrack. Anyway. Um, uh, oh, we're talking about the scene of the movie where she says, like, will you die for me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very Joker-like. Also, Fester and that coconut wig had me Dude. honestly i kind of want to be fester in the coconut wig for halloween i'll be i'll be john cusack hell yeah well we were supposed to do we were we i'm were, so sad we didn't do adam's family now in retrospect but i, I was out here trying to be gomez adams so hard i hated my fucking laura dern outfit why it was like no it wasn't as dressed up as i wanted oh, it true. to be well, for your standards, I would say. Oh, yeah. That's plenty of people's normal dress up. No. I didn't like it. Anyway. Um, Someone thought I was um, Hagrid <laughs> from Harry Potter. And I was like, no, dog. I am freaking Dr. Hammond from Jurassic Park. They're uncultured. You can't. What do you no, mean? they were belligerently drunk. We That's were in New true. Orleans. No, no la, baby. <laughs> and I, was like, I, I finally got asked to show my titties on Bourbon Street. <laughs> Well, you huh. and um, eight million other people. Let me feel special. <laughs> they wanted to see mine specifically. Just Lily's. They stopped traffic. Yeah. They were like, "Hey, girly." I hate myself for like for a split second. I was like, "You hmm. thought about it?" Yeah, but then I was like, "The beads aren't worth it. They don't deserve them. They don't." Too many. Too many. I can get yucks way more there. that. Okay. <laughs> Adam's family values. The number one thing they value is family. <laughs> Is it? I guess it is. Yeah, they do it all for the fam. They're they're out there for each other. I love cousin it and their little like. Let's talk about the women. Ooh. Okay, we have two similar women, but somehow they're completely opposite. We have Morticia and Debbie. You think they're similar? Hell yeah. In what way? Let me hear it. I don't disagree with you. I just. I think. In the way that they talk and act, like, they're just both very comfortable with, like, murder and, like, killing and, like, dark shit. It just, they're just going about it in a very different way, I feel. Because mm. Morticia, I'm, you're telling me Morticia hasn't killed anybody? Gomez is, is acquitted. He's an acquitted lady killer. You're telling me she hasn't done shit? I don't think she hasn't done shit, but I just, the, their auras are different to me. Well, Not yeah, auras, because Morticia, it has to do with... Their motivations are different, obviously. Yeah, and I think, like, Morticia isn't a bad person. She just likes creepy She's shit. evil. She, yeah. She's, she's like, darkness as, like, a noun. Mm-hmm. Where Joan Cusack's Debbie is, like, desperate. And we see, like, she when she does her presentation of why she is the way that she is, like, we never got really information mm-hmm. that something led to that. She was just always a child that was hungry for more. Yeah. She gave me spoiled vibes. Yes. It's giving privilege. Not here for it. And mm-hmm. that's why Morticia, she's like down for her family. Yeah. I and, guess that's uh, true. But I, I don't know. There, there, there's something about them that's just the same. Because it's like even the really funny monologue that Morticia has where she's like, you've put 
fester under your, your spell. The, all that I can forgive. Yeah. Like, she understands the evilness within mm-hmm. Debbie and doesn't. But she, you picked the wrong person. Exactly. I think if she were exactly the same, but a lot more like Morticia in the way that she's a lot darker. Mm-hmm. Like, literally her complaint was like pastels like really like yeah she's you're like, gonna but pastels like like the yeah. whole like you're gonna be evil but you're gonna live a boring suburban life you're gonna look ugly like yeah. at least be hot she is hot leave my girl alone um i'm very we know this on here i forgive beautiful lady killers all day every day and i'm here to remind lily not on my watch i forgive debbie she, no. she was misunderstood she's just a little privileged if she wasn't pri- honestly though it's like she blew up a mansion. I was like, I, that was your money, girly. What are you thinking? No, she should have. I don't know. That's not me. Never mind. <laughs> I, don't a, I, I just feel like, her. like I said, like she's not girl bossing correctly. She's not in her hustler mindset. Like, what the fuck? You're going to fucking. She grabbed too many bags to be in, honestly. But I love, I love the idea of like, uh. Uh, character switch like identity like I liked seeing all the other people that she played on her like little vision mood board of who she was gonna fall in love with next it's so funny though if you notice though like she was only really accused of a couple three guys two guys really mm-hmm. but she's done it so many times like you could see that she's actually done it a shit mm-hmm. ton of- where it's like at that point it's like just say you like to kill it's okay just be honest live your truth <laughs> it's okay you know don't make it about the money because you obviously don't care about it. She said, like, I like jewelry. And I'm just like, jewelry, jewelry. You know, you like to kill. It's OK, baby. I'm here. I love you for who you are. I don't want to change pretty you. Privilege. I, if that's the privilege right that, there. That's pretty privilege for me. Because if she's ugly, you're out. No, because Morticia's mom isn't conventionally attractive. Also, I think Morticia's mom is. Did you ever watch? Uh. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Yes. I think she's ago. the theater teacher. Whoa. I don't, I, my brain doesn't have that memory enough to make that connection. I'm still I, hung up about I really like Santa's that helper. I'm still, I'm still thinking I, about it. I have started to watch enough movies where I'm just like, I know that guy from somewhere. Like, I'm starting to like piece together actors. I'm that whole like, what else is she in? Like, yes. I have to look that up. So I've, I've reached that We're age. expanding Lily's movie brains. I know. I have new... My favorite movies are actually quality. It's not just Shark Tales anymore. I, I hope you have a real answer now for Suspiria, when someone asks you. for sure. It's... I said it last time. Suspiria, Suspiria. Jennifer's Body... Badia. <laughs> Suspiria, Jennifer's Body, and The Village. Those are my, some of my top ones. Good. I, so when you get asked in the future... I'm hope. Oh, and the one that we're doing next week is also one of my favorites. Okay, I, I need I need it. to rewatch it to double check, but I really liked it the first time I watched it. Also, we I watched Spencer recently. Really good. Oh, I need to watch it. Psychological thriller. I love Our it. buddy recommended it to us. Our pod buddy. Uh, male gaze. No, um, mm. dad or dad Elliot. Ah, uh. shout out. You're on the another episode. <laughs> now um, we know if he's still listening. Yeah, true. Where you at? Let us know. Um, mm. quiz pop quiz. But yeah. I mean, we, that one specific scene is so good, and of course the whole movie is not, if anything, the perfect transition movie, because it's like spooky Halloween-y, and has Thanksgiving in it. Yeah, we're just refusing to mellow out. No, we get you, we got you um, in a chokehold. Yeah, a spooky chokehold, and we're not letting go. Uh-uh. But, uh, final thoughts, Morticia is a fucking baddie, I love her so much, I aim to be her. Actually, if I, no, 
I'm I, my ADHD brain just wants to keep talking about other things, but we're not gonna do that. Okay. Um, I love Morticia. I, I love Wednesday. Wednesday is my girly. I and she finds love, which I'm kind of like, mm, but she's like kind of not cool. Like she's kind of rejecting it, which I really like. Yeah, she doesn't want to get married. Well, like yeah, like she wants the love, but she's just like. Like when her she she gets a little boyfriend and it's Santa's helper, which is so funny to me. I just I'm like that's such a little boy that Karina would have a crush on when I was her age. I think I and he wore his little yarmulke to the wedding. Yes, <laughs> and then like at the end he has his little uh, Gomez mustache too, and I'm he's just in like, the family. He's in the family, but then he was like, "What if someone was like totally devoted to you and loved you?" And then she just goes, "I'd, I'd pity, pity him. him." I'm like, <gasps> respect. Wednesday I would have been like I'm yours I'm a, I'm a pussy for shit like that but Wednesday I want to be I aspire to be Wednesday Adams actually there you go I want to be in that special age where all I think about is homicide and that's our episode everybody <laughs> Lily um if I die you know who to call because it was freaking this one who loves homicide over here I do um let us know what you're most excited about eating what's on your plate send me send <sighs> DM us plate pictures. You should. I want to know what's on your plate. Should we have a peach giving? A peach giving where you eat nothing but peaches? No, just like a little friends giving. You and me. Sure. And some guy. And One, two, three. our friends. Will you pollo ridge? <gasps> oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes. Downskis. Downski, Wownski, Mounskis. Alright. Um, yeah. So final thoughts. Quick, who's your favorite character in Adam's family? Um, come back to me. <laughs> No, I don't know. I love all of them. I would, ex- I would have expected you to see like cousin it or something. I I like the hand a lot. Oh, I forgot about the hand. Um, gosh, mine is definitely Morticia. Cousin it and is funny. Gomez, just because I love their dancing scene when they're oh all, their tango their tango scene. Please watch this movie. It's so funny. What a chill one. What a fun one to watch with the family. If anything, if you run out of options to watch with your like weird racist uncle, you can put this one on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's go. Let's take a break. We're going to go bake a turkey really quick, and um, we're going to catch you on the second half of our episode. Bye-bye. All right. We are back. Gobble, Every- gobble. Everyone is still alive. Um, have you ever seen those videos of people trying to deep fry turkeys and their like entire house catches on fire? No. <laughs> I'm not laughing at <laughs> It's just so intense for what's happening. It's it's insane. It looks like a rocket launching. Oh, I've seen the ones where like shit shoots out of them. Where like like firefighters like warn people not to deep fry your turkeys because it just like it's insane. Anyway, anyway, we're back. Hello. Okay. Um. Now it's time for the nitty and the gritty. We're gonna nitty gritty analyze shit and talk about representation. Mm-hmm. Starting with the Bechtel test. Do you want me to? Remind the peaches what the Bechtel is about. Let's do it. You got five seconds. Go. Um, created by Allison Wallace Bechtel in the 1980s. It is a, she's a former cartoonist who made uh, requirements about three components. The first one being if there are two uh, lady characters who have names and we can identify them, they have a conversation other than about something other than a man. And um, it's at least two lines long. Two lines long. Yes. And, um, this measures women representation. Barely. 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 Just barely. And does it pass it? Yes, it does. We've had two, um, two, two, three? No, two Rotten Peaches Hall of Fame. 
back to back. Back to back. Let's see. Let's see if we keep the streak going. All right. So obviously we know Bechdel test is not enough. So we have made and created and copied from other people. Inspired. Our our very own Rotten Peaches score. Mm -hmm. Ten components. Y'all know the drill. Pass fail. Let's get it started. Number one. Does at least one woman character in the film have a character arc that doesn't support a man's narrative? Who are we following here? I guess. We're following... Joan, we're following Morticia, we're following Wednesday. Morticia doesn't have so much of a storyline this this movie, though. She has a baby, and it changes the whole family dynamic. And the beginning, but it's not like a storyline. I would say so. But Joan, I would say she's definitely our antagonist here. Mm-hmm. Um, and her storyline is... She doesn't... Does she support Fester's storyline, though? I guess she does yeah because he has success at the end he breaks away from her that's true i would say no what about wednesday wednesday breaking away from the she's trying to reveal to her family that the marriage is sham and like her dealing with the with the but her her, summer camp her support is to is to fester Right, the story's really about Fester. If you think that about is it. true. All right, it's a fail. Yeah. Aw, off to a bad start. <laughs> Number two, Price. Lily. Um, would the removal of the leading woman's character from the film have a significant effect on the plot, or is she just a prop that can be replaced with a sexy lamp? So our leading woman. I would say Morticia. No. I don't think she, that. I think it's. Do you think it's Joan? Debbie, yeah. It would. I think this passes, like, without her. Like, she is a sexy character yeah but she can't be replaced by a lamp no she drives the plot in in why fester needs to redeem himself at the end mm-hmm. number three if there are women in the film nope yeah is there a woman in the film oh, <laughs> i said if I, I, yeah we're gonna leave we're just we're rolling with we're it rolling. it's the holidays baby oh, yeah um is there a woman in the film who is only used as a man's moral compass or a way for the audience to sympathize with the leading character I would say yes. Yeah. She is evil so that we can like Fester. Mm-hmm. And uh, Morticia provides, like, the softness to Gomez. Yeah. And Wednesday... Wednesday has her own love interest, yeah. which is wasn't really needed. She's a child. It wasn't needed? Uh, mm, she's 13. At that point, people start paying attention to boys. I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but I don't feel like it was, like, paramount to the movie. Yeah. I mean, I think... It set up a third movie if they were chose to have it is a thing because the third movie probably would have explored yeah that and it also just kind of showed I thought it was cool that she kind of liked the boy but she still stayed very true to who she was right like mm-hmm. and how that and like the beginning and actually not the beginning but it it showed us how great how much of great parents the Adams are like yeah, that they're like identity is stronger than any people coming in and trying to change that exactly okay but yes it's definitely a fail number four <laughs> sorry does the dialogue of women's character extend beyond societal and family roles appearances or love interests it does not no they're very Morticia's, fam- Morticia's very like i am the wife she said like my aspirations are to like expand my family and love my husband like she wants to explore the dark arts but like that was a challenge to her because of her family roles mm-hmm 
Yeah, she's like, I'm a woman that wants... She, well, she said it herself, right? Like, she's like, I do, I'm like any modern woman. I want to have it all. I want to have a great husband. I want to have a beautiful family or like a loving family. Mm-hmm. And, but... I, <laughs> no ugly families. No ugly families allowed. I, I don't know. I don't think this particular... I mean, the only character I can think of is Wednesday. Cause I guess we do follow her enough. But even then, like, her whole thing is like... Her role in the society within the the camp and how she just doesn't like it. She doesn't fit in. You know what I mean? Like, that's all she really talks about. Yeah, but she she challenges, like, societal things, I would say. Point five? Point five because she's a minor character. Or not minor, but, like, it's not coming from... From big dogs. Yeah. All right, number five. Uh, If there are women in competition, does it exist beyond stereotypical perceptions of how women interact? no i don't think there's competition necessarily yes there is well wednesday and oh the little white bitch (laughs) (laughs) sorry what's her name i don't (laughs) know know. she's a little white bitch the lwb her and then also within morticia and Debbie, although it's mostly one-sided at first, it's the Debbie and, like, not liking them and not liking Morticia specifically. It's very – it's a little stereotypical. Like, they just don't like each other because they're family. That's true. It's a – what? No, what, what would you give it? I think it's a fail. Okay, let's fail it. It hurts that it's getting a bad score. Because it does confront – so many traditional things which is fun but they're also still like it's still a 93 movie 93 till infinity um number six does a woman character put romantic interests over her own interests or growth no no because like, even when like the person who gets the woman who gets a let's talk about debbie right mm-hmm. She doesn't put love over her own interest or growth. Like, she wants to be a murderer. She's using love for her own interest. Exactly. And then Wednesday, while she likes uh, little Elfie, like, she's still very true to her who she is and puts mm-hmm. her family over him. What do you think? I think it's a pass. Yeah, we can pass it. I, do you not think this? I'm holiday vibe in my brain. We're vibing. <laughs> vibing? We're anyway. vibrating. Vibraciones. Number seven. That's you, baby. Oh, that's me. Are women and or underage characters in the film displayed as erotic objects for the pleasure of the characters in the film and the audience watching? Joan Cusack. But she's not like... And her twin girls. She's just hot. On purpose. So? She's not an independent character. But she's not erotic. She's just hot. Are you joking? She's sucking the little hand's fingers and is like moaning and... She's not a real person in the world making But she choices. did it to try to win over Fester. She didn't do it to be a sexual being. Because as soon as they were married, she wasn't like that anymore. Dun, dun, dun. I think she's... St- I mean, like... I disagree. I disagree, girly. On this one. I'll give it to you. She's so erotic. Are you joking? It's such a sexual movie because of her character. Okay. I'm gonna give it to you. Thank you. I'm gonna do it to him. <laughs> that's been such a we get on like little freaking phrases like in loops yeah we're on are you doing do it like we're like a hundred years late when we're just doing the do it to him kid to each other all the time (laughs) 
Why is it? Is it because of the hollow- the costume I got? It I looked like him. I looked like him. I looked like a frat boy. I was just trying to be Laura Dern. Her Laura Dern looked like the do it to him kid, and I died. And- I had to wear docks to keep be true to myself. Anyway, that's good. Number, okay, next, number, number eight. Number seven. Oh, no. Number eight. Yeah, number. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, does the, it, you got it. Was that you? Yeah, it's me. It's okay. Oh, I'll I did it. that last time too. You did it you to go. me. I, okay, I did it eight. to you. <laughs> does the film contain an identifiable and non-stereotypical queer character who contrib- contributes to the plot in a significant way? A nope. queer character? No. No. And if it was, it would have been in a stereotypical way. Yeah. Let's let's be happy we didn't see it. Number nine. Does the film have an identifiable and non-stereotypical minority character? Yeah, and they're called dark meat, so. No, none of them are minorities. They're all white. No, they were, there was a black and brown character. Oh, there, there was, was a little girl who spoke Spanish, and there was a black little boy. Oh, yeah. We're going to fail it. Dang, the erasure, Lily. <laughs> Um, and last and certainly not least, <laughs> was there a woman who contributed to the creation or production of the film above the line, meaning directors, producers, and writers, and were given half points for people who work below the line, like department heads, camera, um, AD, art department. Lillian, there were not any above the line Are that you I... serious? Above the line. Like, there was no directors, writers, or producers that were... What about below the line? There has to be, right? Everyone... JK. Uh, we have an associate producer, Susan Ringo. Okay, but she's an associate producer, so is that a full point or half point? I'm not familiar enough with the hierarchy of film sets. Um, we're a film podcast. We're being honest here, everyone. I don't either, but I think it's so I think funny. we'll give it a half point for That's being it. associate. It also took us a really long time to find it. It sure did. Um, so that brings our run Peaches score to a... Don't. Oh, wait. Actually, no, three out of ten. Sorry, I got I got into it. I got into it. Three. It's a three out of ten. That hurts. Is her is it our lowest lowest scoring one this season? Maybe, man. I think it is. We weren't out here for necessarily the representation. This is more of like a. No. We love this movie. The floor title is still held by the Witches of Eastwick. Dang. We dunked on that one. We did really. Maybe too hard. I don't know. We were just so pissed. It's okay. Three out of ten. I was, you know what, with that movie? Mm-hmm. What was wrong was I was caught off guard. I think how so. <laughs> freaking weird it was. It's okay. And Children of the Corn are lucky that we didn't do a full oh, we would have fucking eaten that shit up dude i was so pissed at that movie anyway so this doesn't got a three out of ten sweet and we did adam's family values okay lily is it time to announce the it's long time. like second since the first season i watched what did i watch hereditary oh you watched hereditary I watched and it. i promised in season one that lily could pick whatever movie in the world that she wanted to watch and it's coming up next week let them know Okay, guys, I'm going to say I went with a safe choice uh-huh. because a real Lily pick would have been like don't be safe. a Marvel movie. I don't want us to watch a Marvel movie. Me neither, but I, I don't. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I love Marvel, but I don't want I don't want to hear you shit on it. 
And it's gonna, let me I, let no, me. That'd be fun. I think we should do like a specials for Marvel if you want. We can do that because I just I'm gonna go off on tangents. I'm not gonna an- analyze shit. I'm gonna be awful at it. Like I'm, so and I I'm can't just do gonna it. hate it. And you're just gonna hate it. It's not gonna be productive. It's gonna mm-hmm. be Devil Wears Prada all over again. Why? I, I was traumatized by the Devil Wears Prada episode. I still haven't heard it. I loved it. What? Did you hear it? It was no. good. Wait. I love the movie. What no, you- no, no. Our recording session of the Double Wars oh. product. We were just like, so how's your style change? <laughs> we talked about nothing. <laughs> on this hours on the podcast. That you know, dope. we have lives outside of this. And yeah. sometimes those lives don't get a lot of sleep. Believe it or not, guys, Sound Guy edits us to sound, especially the first season, Sound Guy edited, edited us to sound real good a lot of the Shout time. Out. But some episodes were rough. This season we got better. But anyway, back to me. Yeah, so I wanted something like back that. Back to me. Back to me. I wanted something like that or something. I don't know. I didn't know what I wanted. So I went with a safe choice and something I know I watched and I liked. And I think I want to, I really wanted to go back in it and like ground it out with you. What is it? Ready or Not. Ready or Not. That's the name Here of the I movie, come. guys. It's called Ready stop. or Not. I'm really excited for it. Never seen it. It's. I'll be a first-time listener, first-time It's a, a final girl movie, which is what I really liked about it. Like, Ooh. a good-for-her movie. Okay. It's really... I'm really... Oh, I should have done Gone Girl. No, no. I'm sticking with my choice. I'm sticking with my choice. We have, we have time. We'll do more. Gone Girl is one of my favorite movies as well. But I think... We're going to do Ready or Not. Ready or Not. That's All what we're doing. your favorite movies are heavy. <laughs> I like seeing women live their best lives. She, she's living her best life. Again, I'm going to call you on a pretty privilege. That one is... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you have a fantastic breather. I hope you get a break. Yes, relax, guys. Eat some food, any food, even if it's pizza. Eat food, watch some movies. Mm -hmm. Catch up on the movies we talked about if you haven't seen them. Um, Live your best life. I'm holding in a sneeze, so let's wrap this up. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget to follow us. On Instagram, we are Rotten Peaches Pod. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are there. Yes, sir. Rate, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. I know, like everyone on the planet, it says freaking rate and review. But if you do it, it's the reason why we all ask. It's because it works. It works and it helps us. That's why there's people in Vietnam listening to us. Is it Vietnam? Or- yes, Vietnam. Shout out. Yeah, so shout out to Vietnam. Hello. We love you. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Happy Turkey Day. Rotten Peaches is produced by Karina Salas, Lilian Siplalik, and Jorge Hinojosa. Our theme song. Yeah. The theme song is created by Sordelo. And the artwork was created by me. So you better love it. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Rotten Peaches Pod. And shoot us an email at rottenpeachespod at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your favorite show. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. See you later, peaches.